You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Driving with Anwar from 8.30 to 9. Anwar discusses, uh, don't be stranded. Uh, Toyota, re-elected at Toyota. Ah, that's good. Toxic tires and a most expensive Ferrari. Mm, do you know which one it is, uh, Lucolo? From 9 to 9.30, Molana Salim Karim in the family room. Uh, and Alhamdulillah looking at... Uh, Another riveting nasiha from our very own Morana Salim Karim. 9.30 to 10, it is a Travel Express with Ibrahim Paracha. He looks at ICC, begs for votes, uh, traveling with your pets. Uh, Hajj, an unforgettable unforgettable experience and uh, tourist thugs. And Itikweni. Mm. Have you been to Itikweni, Lukolo? Mm. I wonder. I know Abu Bakr see that has been here to Durban on many occasions. Abu Bakr, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening, Abu? All right, uh, Lukolo. Is Abu there? All right, it seems like uh, Lukolo doesn't have Abu Bakr see that on board. And uh, inshallah, take to uh, Abu Bakr see that. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay, I don't know. My engineer uh, faded off, they had me on, and I thought Abu Bakr was there the other end. So uh, as we wait for Abu Bakr to see that, we notice that uh, many of you, do you remember Hamid Ghul? Hmm? Who was Hamid Ghul? He was a uh, retired uh, Pakistani general. And uh, someone, yes, uh, Abu Bakr, see that. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. to you and the listeners of Merkaz Saba. We are well with the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We trust that everyone else is also well. And uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Jazallah anna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima wa can continue. We have a good connection now, inshallah. I was uh, I introduced you and I said, hey, where's Abu? Because uh, I mean, my engineer faded. And I said, yeah, it's time to talk to Abu Bakr. See that. But Alhamdulillah, great to have you back, Abu. And uh, what is the latest on uh, Muslim news yeah. uh, this evening? But I can't hear you. Okay, Abu, I don't know what's going on. But can you hear me now, Abu? Yes, I can, but very slight, uh, very softly. All right, I'm wondering what's going on. Uh, maybe, uh, Lukolo, you need to raise my volume for that's Abu. Better, so that's that Abu better can now. Hear me. changed. You can hear me loud and clear now, Abu? Gee. All right. Uh, what's the latest on Muslim news? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Gee, Shafat Ahmad, a lot of things happening in the Muslim world. I think we go first to Pakistan, you know, the tragedy of the Greek post started in Pakistan, Syria, and Palestine, and Egypt, and then traveled to Tabruk in Libya and into the deadly waters of the Mediterranean Sea. This embarkation of the passengers was to be Italy. The trawler street with more than 750 passengers on board, and sank of the Peloponnese peninsula of the Greek coast. About a hundred people had been rescued and seventeen eight bodies had been retrieved from the unrelenting sea. What had happened is uh, these people were refugees seeking new 
opportunities in Europe, and they paid about $4,500 per person, 750 times that amount, Shabbat can imagine. And from reports being received now from uh, those who survived, the Pakistanis were placed in the lowest deck and uh, not allowed to come out in the upper decks. And the women and children were locked up, Shabbat and more than 300 Pakistanis were killed in this uh, tragic uh, sinking of the uh, uh, fishing trawler, Shabbat This is symptomatic of the situation in Pakistan where people are living in poverty and uh, in extreme conditions of hardship with uh, all the commodities prices going up and uh, no employment at all. And these were people, in fact, there was one of uh, the person who passed away, he was 43 years old, he had sold all his uh, possessions, uh, traded in all the jewelry that they had and everything, and sort of seek better pastures elsewhere. And regrettably, he lost his life. Not only are the 300 people who passed away, you can imagine the 300 families who are back home in Pakistan. What is their situation? You know, they may have uh, pawned all their possessions to just raise the four and a half thousand dollars to bring these people to the Brook in Libya and from there to take the stroller to try and get into Europe through Italy, and uh, this is the situation, it's a sad situation. In fact, on board were Palestinians, Syrians, Egyptians, and uh, Pakistanis. Uh, let us make it easy and give uh, solace to the families back at home, Shafat Ahmad. But the big story, Shafat Ahmad, is the raid in Palestine. And the raid in, uh, in the Jannan refugee camp, more than 120 military vehicles were used and Apache helicopters carrying heavy ordinances and missiles were used for the first time in 20 years since 2002. Six Mujahideen were killed and more than 91 injured. And in another operation, uh, Shahid Mohanad Fallah Shahde and Khalid Mustafa Sabah, the second Mujahideen, were both martyred when they carried out an operation near an illegal settlement in Ally in the West Bank. Four Zionist uh, settlers were killed and four others were injured. And uh, two of them are in a very critical situation. At this moment, Netanyahu and his defense minister are holding a situational assessment to determine a response to the resistance operation. Why, Janan? In fact, this uh, uh, refugee camp was established after the Nakba in 1948-1953, Shafatimad. More than a million people are residing in this, and you can imagine an Apache helicopter releasing a missile into a densely populated uh, residential area. What uh, the consequences could be, I think this will only come to light uh, within the next few days when the damage is assessed. In fact, uh, Hamas and uh, Islamic Jihad has uh, condemned the killing of uh, the two Mujahideen uh, who, who carried out a separate operation and uh, has supported uh, the resistance that is being carried out by the uh, young men in uh, Janine refugee camp, Shabbat Ahmad. Let us make it easy for the Palestinians. In fact, there are several developments in uh, Palestine. One is uh, that uh, 
there is a recommendation to partition the Al-Aqsa Masjid complex. This was partitioned in Hebron and Nablus. The consequences of this is uh, at the moment already the terrorists are raiding uh, the Al-Aqsa complex and carrying out Talmudic rituals. And uh, at the same time, uh, they are uh, desecrating uh, Al-Aqsa Masjid. What is happening is uh, now that uh, with the right-wing government of Netanyahu, now they are thinking of uh, partitioning the Al-Aqsa Mosque complex. And I think that is going to be the red line for the Muslim Ummah throughout the world. Muslim leaders uh, like Erdogan and uh, the United Arab Emirates and uh, Saudi Arabia, I think Muslim leaders throughout the world should be taking a stance that uh, the touching of uh, the Al-Aqsa complex uh, for partitioning will be the red line and uh, Israel and the international community will have to take a stand against Israel, Shafatamad. And, uh, Absolutely, Abu. And as you said, uh, you know, we, we need our Muslim leaders uh, once again to, to come to the fore. And uh, perhaps, uh, you know, there were talks about Erdogan having an art, uh, heart attack uh, a fortnight ago. How true was that, Abu? But I also, but uh, the, the the newspapers, in fact, TRT News also, uh, television station, uh, seem to be very quiet on the situation. Though we are reading that uh, President Erdogan had uh, succumbed to a heart attack, but uh, more information is not coming through. And uh, I think President Erdogan, uh, inshallah, if he had a heart attack, Allah uh, give him shifa because uh, it was a very grilling uh, uh, election that he went through. You know, it was held, the second round was held on the 28th of uh, May. And uh, this was uh, something which uh, I think President Erdogan at his age, I think he's 74, 75 years old now. And uh, he, he had participated. In fact, before the elections also, he was uh, hospitalized for a while and then came back onto the scene and rallied uh, throughout uh, the whole of Turkey to get the presidential vote, Sheikh Fatimad. Let's make it easy for him. And uh, the other situation is another of the leaders, uh, Imran Khan, is uh, now practically in, uh, on the house arrest and uh, cannot uh, move at all, Sheikh his party is being decimated with uh, defections and uh, other parties being formed. Uh, Allah make it easy for him also, Shabbat. Yeah, I know, Abu, uh, on, on the Iran thing, uh, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, these uh, forces of, uh, you know, evil, we can call them, or the axes of evil, uh, seem to, uh, you know, put the uh, uh, agenda forward. And it seems as if uh, Imran will be you know, put out of the equation for the next election. What's your thoughts there, Abu? Yeah, in fact, I'm very concerned, you know, that the way they try to isolate him and, uh, you know, about the 150 charges that, is, that have been uh, uh, rallied against him, Shafat Ahmad, he has to appear in court practically every second day, travel from Lahore to Islamabad to appear in the Supreme, uh, in the Islamabad High Court for all these charges. In fact, now um, uh, in Quetta, 
A murder charge also has been uh, filed against Imran Khan. And uh, this is the situation, and I think this is a complete attempt by the military complex in Pakistan to isolate Imran Khan. And those who support him have been uh, arrested. More than 10,000 people have been uh, incarcerated already. Those who are supporting him, not only the males and those who are members of the PTI, the Pakistan Tariq up, but uh, their families also have been uh, attacked, Shafat, uh, men, women, and children. Elderly people also have been attacked by the forces of uh, the military. In fact, uh, Asif Munir, who is the CEO, or the chief of army staff, uh, and uh, about another five generals are carrying out this program in Pakistan, which has never happened before in uh, the history of Pakistan. The situation is so bad, Shafat Ahmad. In fact, journalists have been carried away and abducted without knowing where their whereabouts are also, Shafat. Pakistan is uh, going into a fascist state, as Imran always has said. In fact, yes, now and, now and then come on uh, Facebook uh, trying to give a message to the people of Pakistan and uh, the supporters in the in uh, the United Kingdom have uh, tried to rally the people, but I think the fear that is being caused by the army, the military complex in Shabbat Ahmed is so great, and uh, people are facing dire circumstances with the tragedy of these 300 people. You can imagine uh, the cost of living, people trying for food and everything, and the army has got control of all the resources, with this uh, Shabazz Sharif and them, the imported government, Shafat, and uh, October around the corner, whether they will have the election or there will be a uh, army general coming to the fore and taking over with the military dictatorship. It's just left to be seen. But I think uh, very likely that there will be no elections in October, Shabbat Ahmad. No. Because uh, Imran is still uh, very popular among the people, but the fear factor has uh, now taken grip of uh, the people in Pakistan. In fact, uh, many prominent uh, people, professors, uh, uh, judges, uh, doctors, uh, have practically fled the country and uh, left uh, uh, because they feel that there is no hope for them in Pakistan. In fact, Imran had alluded to this in one of his uh, Facebook speeches that uh, the professionals and those who are educated have uh, practically abandoned ship and uh, gone away overseas, whether they will ever return, uh, because the, in the United Kingdom and in other countries, uh, the skills of the Pakistanis are required, and uh, they, they are given residence and uh, Work permits uh, very easily, Shafat Ahmed. Who are left behind are the middle class and uh, those who are poverty stricken. And we know that uh, Pakistan had to contend with the floods uh, last year, this year, with uh, the cyclone uh, that hit uh, Karachi on uh, Saturday. The conditions are just uh, worsening. And uh, in fact, uh, there is a contention that. If uh, there is some uh, credible government in uh, Pakistan, 
the people who are overseas expatriates, Shabbat Ahmed, their remittances to Pakistan alone will be able to clear the debt of Pakistan and bring about uh, developments in the country, within the country, whereas Pakistan is uh, now begging the IMF for $1.1 billion. And uh, in the process, the army is now taking hold of uh, the Ravi River and uh, creating a development dash, Patamad, with uh, all the elites uh, investing in it, where it will house 15 million people, a development so huge. It will take about another 10 years to complete, and uh, this is the situation where the poor will just have to labor and sell their labor at uh, next to nothing, and uh, the elite uh, carry on uh, benefiting from uh, the plight of uh, the poor Muslims. Latin no, absolutely, Abu They've been doing it for a long, long time now. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, people have been talking about uh, this, uh, you know, the oppression of Muslims in uh, in China, uh, especially the the Uyghur Muslims, but uh, many are of the opinion. I mean, there's like a 50-50 split here. Uh, many are of the opinion uh, that uh, American propaganda is a play, and uh, that we should be uh, careful at uh, you know what type of information we're getting on uh, uh, Chinese Muslims, because on the other hand, we hear that uh, you know the Chinese Muslims uh, generally generally are given uh, you know freedom of religion. The mosques are open, they're allowed to pray five times a day and so forth. But uh, we should be careful that America is hell-bent in uh, uh, propagating uh, of a propaganda that will, uh, you know, put the Muslim world against the Chinese. What's your take on the whole thing, Abu? See, Shafat Ahmad, you remember, I think, just when Imran came into power and uh, he was asked about his relations with the Chinese and uh, regarding the situation of the Uyghurs, and he, he he said that uh, he doesn't believe that uh, the Uyghurs are being uh, harassed uh, by the Chinese. And now we find, uh, three years later, we find Blinken visiting China to mend relationships and uh, get China on board, uh, you know, over the uh, South, uh, South Sea and Taiwan issue, Shafat Ahmad. And I think uh, China is uh, becoming a dominant player. Inshallah, you know, East Turkestan has always uh, fought for autonomy. And the Chinese have refused to give that autonomy to the Uyghurs, which is a majority state in uh, China, Shafat Ahmad. And uh, this uh, situation, like you said, you know, there is propaganda against the Chinese being led by the Americans uh, because of the situation uh, in Ukraine also and uh, China's support for the uh, for Russia. So we should uh, take it with a pinch of salt uh, that what news comes out from the American media, especially regarding the Uyghurs. And uh, there is in the process also a lot of sellouts, uh, Shabbat Ahmad, whom the American uh, give expatriate Uyghurs uh, to carry out uh, stories uh, regarding the treatment of the Uyghurs in uh, China. But there are close on to 16 million Uyghurs there, Shabbat Ahmad. Two or three giving comments about the situation does not uh, make it a story that uh, things are happening in that direction alone. Gee. 
Yeah, absolutely. As you said, you know, we have to uh, listen to and uh, read in between the lines when you see stories coming through. I mean, you look at the operation of uh, Muslims, of, uh, you know, even in the Holy Lands. You know, we're getting so many different clips coming through how uh, Muslims are being treated uh, when going for, you know, uh, making tawaf and so forth. Uh, visuals uh, that are showing uh, aggression by uh, security personnel. And they said, said, don't argue with them, don't do anything. I mean, uh, they will just... Uh, uh, you know, perhaps can lock you and throw the keys away. And uh, this is even, you know, when you're going to, uh, to the Holy Lands, you have to be on, uh, you know, you have to show a lot of sabr, perhaps extra sabr now than before. What's your thoughts on that, Abu? Yes, Shafat, uh, I think uh, when you're in Saudi Arabia, practically every second citizen is a spy, Shafat, and he's on the payroll of the government and. uh, to be able to uh, to carry out, uh, even raise your voice, forget uh, trying to uh, say something, Shepardamad, uh, you get arrested. And uh, this is a very delicate situation. Uh, while the Saudis go out of their way to host uh, the Hajis, but uh, I think politics is out of the question. No one should question anything about Mohammed bin Salman what he is doing in the country. No one should question how the Saudi government is being run, whether it's relations with uh, uh, his, uh, its relationship with uh, Israel, what is going to happen, Shabbat And uh, I think uh, those who, want to, who are on Hajj will have to concentrate uh, on uh, their spiritual upliftment and uh, Enjoy the holy lands while uh, it is. Uh, they have been invited by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and make it easy for them and give them an accepted and makbul Hajj. Gee, but, uh, finally, I just want to talk about uh, the situation in Sudan and West Darfur. Some 8.6 million people in West Darfur are being uh, are in need of humanitarian aid, and it is uh, the situation in Khartoum. Uh, though there is a three-day uh, peace uh, treaty, Shafatama, uh, is becoming worse. Uh, the rap- uh, rapid uh, support forces against the government army continues, and uh, people are going as refugees into Chad, the neighboring Egypt, and uh, this is creating a situation where they need something like $1.2 billion to be able to just uh, maintain. Uh, uh, the livelihoods of those who are refugees. listeners of Sahaba, for having us. Allah make it easy. Make to Abu, you know, we had some gremlins coming through on our lines. We apologize. We apologize uh, to the listeners for that. But as Abu Bakr see that uh, gave us, uh, uh, you know, informative news, the clipping news, and his research always uh, A grade, first class, uh, and he deserves a whole box of uh, minutes for his uh, segment on uh, Muslim news. And I'm not forgetting, we also kept a whole box there. Look at that is for our. Uh, Mufti A.K. Hussain. Remember that. Uh, give it to him uh, later on. Yes. Jazakallah khair, Abu. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Abu Bakr see that he's gone there. And Alhamdulillah, 
Uh, we'll go for a break. When we get back, inshallah, Anwar Kasim will be joining us on his segment, Driving with Anwar. 